I'm Chris Hagen. For those who don't know, I've been a language coach for many years. In my career, I've taught a wide variety of people from famous singers and radio presenters to doctors, uni students, and yes, even desperate housewives trying to find an English lover. I finally decided to share my thoughts, tips, and tricks with the world. Also check out my YouTube channel if you want to see my ugly mush. So let's kick off this podcast with a great jingle. Doesn't matter where you are, in the car or at the bar. Here for you comes in your ears, another word for thanks is cheers. Here's the new kid from the block, here for you around the clock. Shining on his English lips, Chris. Is an anagram of risk. Hello, hello, and welcome to this week's podcast, which I've entitled A Wicked Weekend. Last week was a magical weekend, and now a wicked weekend. What what weekend will be next? I want to say hello to that one listener we have in Comines. I hope I'm saying that correctly. It's a little village on the border of France and Belgium. I've never been, but I'm sure it's nice. Apparently, it has a population of 12,700 people. I don't know if anybody has been born since I've released this podcast, so maybe my numbers are not correct. So, hello to our one listener in Comines. Now, the reason why I know where my listeners are is because I have a fantastic map. Now, something that maybe you don't know about me is I'm obsessed with maps. Obsessissimo. That's not a word, I just invented it. But it made it quite Italian. I'm obsessed with maps. I like to see, not where people are, I just like to see where people are. (laughs) Okay, I'm not a stalker, but... So on uh, with the podcast, when we release a podcast, people who have podcasts can see where the people are. And so obviously at the top of the list, there is the, pers- the, the city or the village with the most amount of listeners. And then right at the bottom, there is always one or two strange and unusual places. And the, I went right into the bottom of the list. And today there is this Comin, which I've never been to. So I'm going to go and investigate. So if it's you, hello to you, whoever you are. Now, you may be thinking, why a wicked weekend? Well, last weekend, so until yesterday, I was in... And I beg you to fix it. London. Okay, it is not London. London does not exist. London. London is the correct pronunciation of... London. Did I say London enough? So, from Friday morning, I was in London, flying with the amazing British Airways. How nice when you land in British Airways, you don't even know you've touched the ground. Fantastic staff. It's amazing when you hear a flight attendant speaking very posh, saying, Hello, passengers, welcome on board. Then you hear her at the back going, Aye, yeah, tonight I'm going out. I'm from Liverpool, with a wonderful Scouse accent. It's great when you hear a Scouse accent at the back of the plane, when she's not on the microphone, and then when she is on the microphone, she has this posh, beautiful British accent. So anyway, we were there to see Wicked. Well, we didn't go there to see Wicked, but we decided to see Wicked at the Apollo Theatre, which I realise is in a different part of the city. That was fun when we had to run to the opposite side of the city because I thought it was in another place. We went for my wonderful friend, Grace. Hi, Grace. It was her 20 plus 20 birthday. Not allowed to say the number, but if you do the maths, 20 plus 20 is quite easy. So anyway, we were in London. Okay, London. So fix London. Now, there's also one other word that I want you to fix, and it's the word that is spelt H-O-N-E-S-T. Now, I don't know if I've told you this before, but it is not honest. 
Now, the reason why I'm saying this is because yesterday, on Sunday, we went to a very, very good little place called Honest Burgers on Paddington Street, near Baker Street, uh, near Madame Tussauds, a place with lots of wax people. And the burger was actually good. And also my gluten-free friend, Grace, well, she's... Well, is she actually gluten-free? Does she have gluten inside her body? I don't know. I'm not a doctor. But she even said that the gluten-free burger in this Honest Burger in London on Paddington Street, I think there's many of them, is really, really good. So, the pronunciation is Honest, not Honest. There is no H. Well, there is a H in the spelling, but in the pronunciation, no. Just a bit of adverts. On those dark, dreary days, or sunbathing on the beach, check out our YouTube channel for our videos about comprehension, vocabulary, and pronunciation. There are even videos to practice your writing. Go to YouTube and type my name, Chris Hagen. It's as easy as that. Yes, it is. And now, what's next? It's me, say me, anywhere you want me. you got the power to use me right. Now, going back to being wicked... Okay, wicked has two definitions, so make sure you use them correctly. The first one means very nasty. For example, the witch is wicked, okay? But if I say, oh, the show is wicked, I actually mean the show is really impressive and really good. So this is a word in English which has two opposite meanings. One meaning really nasty, one being really good. So the show Wicked about the Wicked Witch is really wicked. How complicated. Another thing, another expression I want you to try and use this week is no rest for the wicked. If I say there's no rest for the wicked, it means I've got lots and lots of work to do. So there are three wicked ways to use wicked. And I also want to say a big, 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 well done, fantastic, absolutely bloody brilliant to all the cast of Wicked because it was really, really good. I didn't know the story. I knew it was something about like a prequel to The Wizard of Oz or something like that. And it was really, really good. The singers, the dancers, the actors, everything, the orchestra as well was fantastic. Really, really good. And another thing I want to point out is if you've never been to England, go just for the customer service. The staff everywhere are amazing. English people, we are amazing. But yeah, for customer service, you are treated like kings and queens, especially when you're in London. Now, speaking of queens, as we all know, there is a little, little event coming up soon. In fact, if you go around Buckingham Palace, you'll see there's lots of things cordoned off because they're building things, cleaning things. It's very, very clean at the minute. But the biggest thing I noticed is the fact that Salad Cream has changed its name to Salad Queen. I don't think permanently. I think it's just for the Jubilee. And I had to buy some. So I thought, I'll quickly stick on social media a thing saying, what would you like to be named after you? Laura, obviously, was the first one to reply, and she said, a song. Laura, there is a song already written about you by the Scissor Sisters, but I don't know if it's a positive song or not, but you can say that's written for you anyway. Also, other people have said, oh, here we go, Ben said he would like a sausage named after him. Really? Okay. Maurizio said he would like a, bar, a bike or a car named after him, but I think he means a motorbike, not a bicycle. Can't imagine a really nice bicycle. We got Maurizio. Carrie said she would have a hospital named after her. Well, she would have. Maybe she will in the future. But she would like, not she would have. A hospital named after her. It's a very, very nice thing. These are just some of the things I received on DMs on Instagram. So I would stick with the salad cream. I like the salad cream. Maybe call it Salad Chris. Now, do we have time for a guest? 
Straight from the north comes Susan and Victor. Please don't be mad if you're not in the picture. Don't cry, mom and dad, we're happy, man, she's star. You can hear them now from wherever you are. Now you two need to speak again, and I want you to tell everybody, because I don't even know, to be honest, um, how you two met. Well, I'll tell you, I met. I'll tell you, I'll tell you, we two met, That's the true her way. story. That's her way. The true story. We need story. to separate you and get two different versions. <laughs> right. Susan's way. Mom. I used to live with Auntie Maggie, yeah, then Cornwall Drive, and one day she came back. Do you know how these addresses here? She came back from shopping, and she asked me to help her carry the shopping in, and the taxi driver was your dad. Elvis. And, you, and Auntie Maggie said to me, she called me by my name, Sue, and your dad said, my name is Sue, how do you do? <laughs> <laughs> you said, she answered me for that. You said that to her. I slapped him. Her name's not Sue. Anyway, who calls you my Sue? My name is Sue. Aunt, Auntie Maggie and Auntie Jean calls me. Auntie Christine calls me Sue. Really? Yeah. That's terrible. Uh-huh. Nobody else does. Oh, so oh, this, I doubt. This I doubt. is how you met for him slagging you off, basically. No, he, he weren't being sarcastic. He was just no, this is how she, she got locked into it. He was showing off. Mm, but you, you locked she her in the taxi. No, she got locked into me. <laughs> you got to prison Mentally, for that. didn't you? Uh, and she then what? Then you drove off. Oh, drove no, off no, you yet. paid for the taxi. I just drove off. You paid for the taxi, Auntie. Auntie Maggie and Uncle Brains. Yeah. And so you sat outside for nothing. No, no, we went to the took the shopping out of the car. Auntie Maggie no, used to use him whenever she went shopping. And well, then, well, that's not really a very romantic story. And then what? No, first, first. The so social media didn't exist then. How did you find it? When I left Yvonne's in Alcombrook, when I first came over to England, I got Yvonne uh, is my aunt Yvonne, who is Debbie, my cousin who lives in Sardinia, who you also will hear or have already heard in the podcast. Right, so, uh, and uh, I had a flat on, in Bury, Warrensley Road. Mm-hmm. And, uh, was it a flat uh, or an apartment? A flat. Then there are flats, all apartments now. Mm. I call them uh, Americanized. So, um, I bought myself like my motorbike, so I bought myself a motorbike. Um, and I had white fern all down the side. White what? Fur? Fern. Fern, like a white tree. Like a white, no. No, fern. Oh, sorry. Like a fern, fern is like, you know. Um, fern is a tree, no? No, I cover that coming No, 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 canoe. Yeah. Well, the stuff I make canoes out of it was all down like a. Ah, fiberglass? Yeah, to protect your legs and it came down. Right. Okay. And I got big letters and I put King in one side and Elvis on the other side. Uh-huh. And uh, I was sitting on the bike. I came out one day and I jumped on the bike. And your mummy and her mate was coming down. I didn't really know her. Yeah. Adele? Oh, I've got to say, mum does, mum yeah. has a friend. She'll just, speak to anybody. Did somebody say something? You said something. Well, somebody said something because we sat here together oh. in kitchens. So. Yeah, I can't remember. Something that happened. Me and Adele noticed, yeah. And then all of a sudden... Mm. To be truthful, your mummy started ringing for taxis. No, our Margaret all used to ring time. my taxis. Our Margaret all used to ring the my taxis. No, my auntie Margaret mm. used just to ring for taxis. Just stalking, yes, she was. Used to all ring the for, But after that one time, every time me and Adele came home from work, there he was on his bike at the, the back street. <laughs> Down the back street? <laughs> every night. So you were the stalker then. <laughs> no, but hold on. I, I don't understand. Ringing a taxi and he's on your back. I don't understand. Taxis was he a bike lived, then. He lived in a flat on Walmsley Road. But, ah. he, but he was also a taxi driver. Ah, okay, but the taxi you got wasn't you, though. Well, they no, I went Auntie Ma- Manti Maggie mm. used to... When I lived with Auntie Maggie and when I was going to work... Manti Aggie, she called it Auntie Maggie. Mm. Yeah. She, if she rang a taxi for me to come home from work, she rang the, the firm he was working for. Ah, okay, right. So that's how you met then. 
down a back street. How romantic. No, no I met him by bringing shopping in for your Auntie Margaret. <laughs> I told you at the beginning. Not that I understood. That's that was the met. first meeting. Yeah, but then how did they relate? How did you start dating? She kept getting taxis for me. Yeah, but you weren't there. No, you were on I a would, bike. I, you were on a bike and it no, wasn't you driving. No, the bike was only to get me back and forward to work. Thinking. <laughs> but it was, yeah, a, very, but it was a very attractive bike. I worked in... Uh, just like myself. Mm. Right. Half uh. the time I got the taxis... And, uh, doing a timeline here from him uh-huh. because I worked upstairs in the mill as a machinist. We were there he, today looking for a shop. And he was downstairs as a ta- in the taxi office. Ah, you're in the same building. Building that building shows you Okay, the one we went to today, in fact. We went there looking for stuff. Ah, okay. And so you met each other like this then? Yeah. Before social media and things like that. Yeah. And did you have a mobile phone? No. How did you keep in contact? Taxis. <laughs> <laughs> so basically, it was bloody expensive from and the beginning. He, then no, well, if he didn't turn up, if we were meant to come and he didn't turn up, I used to go to the phone box and just keep ringing. I let his phone, the house phone, ring and ring and ring and ring to annoy him. Uh-huh. <laughs> so she used to annoy you, and now you annoy her. So the roles are reversed. Very good. What a romantic meeting. On all right. Thank you very much. You just ruined all my mystery of the romantic <laughs> dates. Bringing in shopping for Auntie Maggie. That's because we're real. Uh-huh. Okay. Right. Thank you very much. Bye. Hagan family. So a very confusing story. Now, basically, if you heard, well, not basically, nothing. If you heard, you heard my mum saying, our Maggie. Okay. She doesn't belong to anybody. Maggie is short for Margaret, my aunt. And when you say our, like our kid, our Maggie our Simon. It's a term of endearment that we use. So you use it when you're talking about your family mainly. Also, you could use it for your friends, but mainly for your family. So our, the same spelling as our, O-U-R, exactly the same. It's a term of endearment. So I'm really confused as to how my parents met because I don't know if it was bringing in the shopping for Auntie Maggie or what. I've no idea. My mum was a stalker and my dad was a stalker. Everybody was a stalker. Stalking was running the family then. And also it must have been bloody expensive. So wasn't it just cheaper, Mum, to find somebody else? I guess taxis were cheaper back then in those days, in the olden days. So there you go. For this week, you've had a lot of information about Wicked. Go and see Wicked in London. Go to Honest Burgers in London. Also, I forgot to mention, there is a very nice pub, the Buckingham Arms, just around the corner from Buckingham Palace, and they have gluten-free beer. Gluten-free everywhere. Very, very good, and the staff are very friendly, and they even told me the music they were playing. And you know what? I've forgotten. So the staff at Buckingham Arms, at the Buckingham Arms, sorry, the one with the floral shirt, the fancy shirt, the song, let me know what it was. Send me a message on Instagram if you actually listen to this podcast. I'm sure you do every single week. And anyway, if you've never been to the Buckingham Arms, go and say, I sent you and ask for the gluten-free beer. And as well, I'm sure Freud will have something, or would have had, he's dead, would have something to say about this. But in the Buckingham Arms, there are some very, very interesting stained glass panels. Another reason to go and check out the Buckingham Arms that I said enough times. So now all that's left to say is Jingle. And again, happy birthday, Grace. Grab it to her friend. Doesn't matter where you are, in the car or at the bar. Here for you comes in your ears, another word for thanks is cheers. Here's the new kid from the block, here for you around the clock. Shining on his English lips, Chris. Is an anagram of risk. <laughs>